Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed on the view podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment, aka Mr. Tall Glass of Water. Back again with my man Dimitri. How you doing, man? <clears throat> Peace and positivity, everybody listening. Man, what a time to be a rapper. Um, sad, you know, Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hustle, King Vaughn, uh, MO3, Little Boosie. it's it's sad man what's going on so we actually did a podcast not too long ago about it but you know the music industry has been taking a lot of hits so i decided to redo it because it's important that we talk about all these people so before we jump into everybody i'm gonna start off with king vaughn because he was the most uh high profile one um you know i want to start off and say this i was listening to uh, a fellow uh, podcast uh, creator, and he says something that was interesting. So King Vaughn, you know, he was shot outside the Atlanta club at like three thirty in the morning, and it was funny because he compared it to Tupac, how they both died the same way. Where you know Tupac, when he was at the hotel, uh, one of the staff members uh, came up to him and said, "Hey, that guy you got beef with, he's right there," and that's how. Tupac got in that whole uh, beef with um, I forgot what that dude name was, uh, where he beat him up with his with his buddies, and then ultimately he got shot later that night. Same thing with King Von. King Von was sitting in this car. Somebody rolled up to his uh, his car and was like, "Hey, that dude that you've been having problems with, he's right across the street." And in less than forty seconds, he was shot and killed. Um, uh, what are you making that man? It's just the life. It's just lifestyle choices. At the end of the day, um, to be honest with you, I had no idea who King Von was prior to this whole thing. So, you know, when I had heard about all that, you know, I was just like, hey, just the end result of you know just some BS that wasn't worth it. Now, he was a rapper. Yeah, from Chicago, Old Block. You know, the notorious Old Block. Right. Well. I mean, I didn't even know what that is, but what I will say is you're, you're, you know, you're in a position where you can make something of yourself. You have, you know, you got the money, you got the platform influence, and then you just choose to live by a code that only broke people are following a code that the only reason why they're following that code is because that's the only thing that can put food in their mouths or keep them alive and, and such. But when you're in a situation where you're famous and and you could just, you know, you, the 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 doors and the possibilities for you are endless. Like once you make it, once you cross over and then you just choose to just still let that like, like you could pay people for that. Right. You saw the guy across the street, you get somebody else to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I it's unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? But when for people to compare it to Tupac. And as great and as monumental a figure as Tupac was, even to this day, when will people who come from the same background that Tupac came from learn from his mistake? Which again, I think it, you know, Tupac's demise was ultimately a mistake. It wasn't something that I think he really wanted. You know, as much as Tupac would rap about, you know, dying, I don't think he really wanted to die, you know? And the same thing with King Vaughn. I'm pretty sure he didn't wake up that morning knowing that it was going to be his last day. And I think if it was, it probably 
would have went a little bit differently. I don't think anybody wants to go out like that. Right. Right. So, you know, I, I just hate to see these things happen, man, because it's not it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. The music industry, man, has been that's been my biggest issue with the music industry is that um, the way how they promote people is essentially a problem. There was another high profile rapper that came out was talking about how a lot of the media, the bloggers, the fans, you know, promote these beefs. You know, a lot of the people especially young black men, because all of these people are young black rappers. Um, they essentially come into the music game and a lot of them come from troubled backgrounds and they tried to, um, you know, try to make a life for themselves. A lot of them got families, got kids. And what, what's happening is that a lot of these people, they have people in their circle that just kind of promote the beef. They want them to go out there because like Lil Boosie said, he was he was talking to DJ Vlad and he was talking about how he knew King Von. And if he knew what was going on, which is crazy because uh, not to get off topic, but King Von, this whole beef with King Von and Rondo Quando was about a girl. Um, apparently King Von was sleeping with his girlfriend and he died over that. Um, and the problem was his friends instead of saying, hey, man, you got kids at home. Let's just roll out. Let's go take your kids. They wanted him to go out there and fight. And look what happened. He got shot up. And, you know, the crazy part is since King Von died, there's been three other people that died. There's been uh, MO3. He was shot on the highway in Texas uh, a couple of days ago. He was driving and somebody he had beef with was behind him, I'm guessing, in traffic. They both stopped their cars. Now he's trying to run away from the guy. He gets, he gets, he catches a bullet in the back of his head, and broad daylight too. No, nobody seen anything. The the guy escaped on the highway. I, I, I it's just a lot of funny business, man. And then like little little Boosie, uh, was just at a store, and then someone shot him in the leg. Then there was another rapper in Texas. He was killed outside of Walmart. Uh, I believe earlier today. It's like. I've never seen so many deaths in like the, the music industry. And it's not even so much the music industry, it's the hip hop community that's suffering. This whole year has been just besides with the COVID deaths, I mean the the amount of rappers dying is it's just it's insane. And nobody's talking about it either. Nobody's coming out telling people to stop. Nobody's out here uh, you know, pleading with you know the young artists to take a career a different career path. People are just getting dropped like like fries, and you know people are selling their albums. Uh, King Von, um, his manager went on DJ on uh, DJ Academics, and was talking about how it was all King Von's fault that he died. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you you have to laugh about this, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, do you think we'll ever get to the point? where we have to demand the music industry to take more responsibility. Cause I know it's an individualized, uh, you know, kind of career where you kind of have to build yourself up. But do you think young rappers have to push back on the idea that they have to show jewelry, show their, their money and the cars and the girls and, and stuff like that. It's all about consciousness at the end of the day, you know, uh, I think, you know, being flashy and guns and cars and women, you know, jewelry, 
all like the the value on that especially like i said especially you know when it comes to black people but you know in the music industry in general that's basically you know what you got to do you know and when you're not flashing those things then people think less of you or think that you might not have as much money if you're not walking around with a chain or uh you know you're, you're not living a certain lifestyle and most of them most rappers will tell you that like they'll they'll say that like oh if you know, if you're of a certain status, then you got to have that sort of that that kind of car or because if you don't, then people will say you broke. You know, um, I don't think there's ever going to come a come a time when just people will start placing value on important, more important things like living. Right. And, you know, using using your platform and your resources for something, you know, greater than yourself. Like people talk about that all the time, but they don't really, you know, live it because, you know, Birkin bags was a topic of discussion for like, you know, two and a half weeks straight. So that just goes to show you that, yeah, people could talk about voting and, and Black Lives Matter and, and this and that. But, but at the same time, talk about, you know, five figure, you know, bags that cost, you know, $10,000. And you're influencing people that don't have as much money as you. So then what does that what does that influence people to do? So that tells people that I should spend whatever little money I do have on things to impress people that aren't helping me make any money. You know, so I don't I don't think that's ever I don't think that day is ever going to come, you know, I guess in, until and I think I may have said this before, but until maybe like a, you know, a Jay-Z comes out and says, you know, killing people is whack and y'all should stop doing that because all these rappers, they look at him, you know, he's exactly. kind of like the guy, you know, he's like the Don of this, of this rap shit, you know, maybe like a Diddy or something. So you take like the two most, you know, rich and successful guys, maybe they come out and say like how Jay-Z had a, um, it was like the death of, death of Waddle tune. So let's say if he has a song that's called Death of Low Consciousness, Death of Low Vibrations, you know, then maybe people will start to listen. But, you know, unfortunately, like I said, unfortunately, something like it, it'll take someone else to say something to endorse thinking for yourself and and using your mind and your and your money for better things. Right. So until he comes out and we have to wait for somebody like him, you know, we have to wait for the cosign because if Barack Obama would come out and say that no one's going to listen to him. If Future right. says that, maybe people listen to him. If Meek Mill says that, maybe people listen to him. But these lifestyles put money in their pockets because if they stop promoting these things, what would they rap about? You're 100% right. This is what I'm saying. So if you take money, jewelry, cars, women, drugs, all these things out of the equation, all of these rappers would have nothing to say. Right. They'd be out of a job. Because this, because not only that's just what their minds revolve around. This is what the record labels are paying them to do. Because because record labels are not going to tell people be smart, and you know, everything that I said the aforementioned already. They're not. That's not what they get paid to do. Right. That day's not coming. It's sad, man. That and someone was talking about that too, where. A lot of these, uh, you know, OGs of the 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 hip hop community, Jay Z, uh, Future, Two Chains, all, all these people that have major platforms, Drake, they don't come out and say anything. And I'm not even talking about trying to change the industry, but just change perception of the industry because this 
it's been like 10 deaths of rappers this year so far, starting with Pop Smoke, and it's not even the end of 2020 yet. And bodies are dropping like crazy. It's sad to see that, and you don't see nobody talking about it. And it's sad because the only times it feel like people talking about it is when the cameras are rolling and there's an agenda. You know, so for instance, like King Von was talking, uh, not King Von, but someone was talking about how um, King Von, when it first came out, that a cop shot him. You started hearing Black Lives Matter start speaking out. But when it came to the conclusion that it wasn't a cop, it was somebody else, a fellow black man, they went silent, didn't say anything. And that's the issue. It's like this whole Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, we can't be picking and choosing what we want to talk about because it fits an agenda. If Black Lives Matter, then all Black Lives Matter. And and it's crazy because I was actually watching a BET uh, YouTube series where they all talk to up-and-comer rappers who kind of started breaking into the industry. And one of the things they was talking about how it's like when they sign with an agent, uh, not an agent, with a record label, they'll get these advances, right? They'll get $100,000, $200,000, $500,000. And the first thing they'll do is, you know, they're told you got to look, you got to represent yourself. So they... They spend $50,000 on chains, then another $75,000 on clothes, and then they'll buy this nice car. And then eventually, now they're back to square one. They can't afford to pay the car note, and now they're struggling to make ends meet. And it's just the idea that you have to be flashy is, is mind-blowing. Like in acting, there's a lot of, even not even just young black actors, but just in general, there's a lot of actors who make tons of money like Leonardo DiCaprio his um his starting salary is 20 million for any movie he does now so but again like you'll see him on the street wearing regular clothes like he doesn't have he didn't have he doesn't people I, I say white people don't feel like they have anything to prove like I don't have to you know display how much money I have in my bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I have to prove? But that's what I'm saying. These rappers in particular, it's like they have to have something to prove about, you know, spending money and showing, you know what I'm saying? The cars and the big houses and, and, and a lot of things that probably won't matter 15, 20 years from now. They're probably not even going to be living living there. Right. You know? and, and these are the things that, fortunately, people learn in their, their own, you know, households. It starts in the household because, hey, my own dad was like that. Like, oh, we... You know, we drive, you know, BMWs in this house, you know, oh, but dad, you know, I, I just kind of want something I can afford and just something that, you know, I could be able to do things for myself and not have to worry about constantly spending money. I'm disappointed in you for thinking that way. So I don't even say it's a rap thing. It's like a black thing. Like, you know, right. and that's sad, man, things to shoot ourselves in the foot and just to keep each other down. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just a disgusting mentality. Yeah. And, um, that's another issue with the music industry is the, the idea of, about gang culture. And we talked about this a little bit, but, you know, I know a lot of gangs aren't you know, out here trying to help the community. I'm not saying that, but they, prom- they want you to associate with gang culture. You know, all these rappers, one thing they have in common is that they, they broke out from it. But once they got in the music industry, the whole circle now is gang members, you know, and it's sad to see that people are losing their life over just little stuff. You know, what I was I was telling you this, I was telling you about this before, but there was a gang member in my high school, uh, Anthony. I'll never forget his name. 
Um, he used to be one of the most stand-up dudes ever. Everybody knew he was a gang member, but he didn't bring it to school. He didn't try to recruit people. Uh, but one of the things, because I, I was talking about it, uh, talking to him about this. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, I, I love doing it, but I don't want my friends joining it because it's dangerous. And, you know, obviously when he got out of school, he he did what he had to do uh, in terms of that. But there's nothing good coming out of gang culture. Everybody who associates with that end up in jail or death. And a lot of these rappers, you know, coming up, you know, early 20s, uh, mid 20s, you know, still trying to figure out life. They think that's what's the cool thing to do. Talk about gangs. Look at Takashi. He's a prime example. Dude went from washing dishes to being with non-trade, shooting up clubs and people. And for what? I mean, for what? Yeah, you make some money, but now, you know, now you're on trial for, for Rico. Now your your mom got to say goodbye to you in a casket. And I just wish that these bigger artists would come out and say, stop the violence. That's all they need to do. Jay-Z said, stop the violence. He doesn't even have to do a whole hour interview about it. If he says, stop killing one another. A lot of people will take that into consideration. I'm not saying it's going to all stop, but... Nobody right, but yeah, that, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, pretty much what I was saying. You know, it, it, it's unfortunate that people have to wait for someone else who, if you take away all his assets, he wouldn't be Jay Z. Right. So the only reason why they're listening to him is because of the way that they, they perceive him based on his wealth and what he's accumulated and he's done with his career. Unfortunately, just people just can't draw their own conclusions, so they have to draw his. I'll take that. If, if he has to be the one to say it, so be it. But again, he's someone that, all right, I, I'm not going to say he was a gangster rapper, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say that he's benefited from it. But like I said, somebody like a Meek Mill or, you know, whomever, they benefit from that. Because you got to understand, if I think, I think rap today has like reached its most simplified form ever. Oh, absolutely. It's not, it's the furthest from like lyrics. It's the furthest from anything elaborate. You don't have to say shit to, to, to be, you know, like a big rapper, you know, these days. Cause all you have to do is talk about something dumb, which is, you know, rap. I mean, not rap women, drugs, clothes, cars, you know, some houses, something stupid, put a catchy beat on there, have like a, a catchy hook. And then it's something that people can make TikToks to, and then you're successful. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't think, you know, the powers that be in the industry want it to, to backtrack to where things are conscious and things like that. Because then, you know, like rap and music changes every every 10 years, I should say. Because 10 years ago, it was 2010. Pff, the industry and music was completely different in 2010. Like, I, I can't even believe you know how i'm not gonna say how far we came but like how you know what i'm saying like just the just that bigger a difference between then and now and um i just i i don't see him saying anything either to be honest with you because a lot of these people are, are slow to talk about anything that really matters anyway so these things are going to continue happening and people are just no one cares no one is protesting for for king vaughn like that i mean i think they're doing like you know, they're going out and, you know, candles and everything, but no one cares. They don't care. Because ultimately the solution is a raised consciousness. So therefore, when, before you go to shoot somebody, 
you'll see yourself before you pull that trigger essentially that's the problem you know we don't look at each other and see ourselves you know what i'm saying because really mm -hmm. i look at you i should be able to see myself in you because you're you're a human being that you breathe the same you need food you need water just like i do you die same thing i'm just more good looking but <laughs> but most people don't that's not the general consensus when people deal with each other that's why we have so much so much conflict that's why i'll say there will never be a wakanda there will never be a, a, a situation where there's true black unity because there's so much shit that divides us it's not even funny like it's, right. it's just too much and you know unfortunately like because i is a king it was over a girl on top of that really like you're you're king von like and and whoever that guy i'm pretty sure is of some sort of status to have the attention of a king von who was famous himself because i'm pretty sure if the guy was broke i don't think he would have you know gave two 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 fucks about you know what i'm saying whatever problem that this dude had with him and like come on man you you could buy 50 more where, that, where, where she came from right like a girl like because to me that's even more disappointing because i thought it might have been over like i don't know some drug trafficking money yeah, well, that's that's the industry. You know, a lot of artists were talking about how, you know, um, everybody, I don't mean to say this in a derogatory way, but a lot of women are passed around the industry and you, but here's the thing, all of these issues only really happen in hip hop. You listen to country music, they're talking about family, they're talking about their trucks, they're talking about like the country road. You go to pop, saying uh, you know it's a little more family friendly. Is only these are only problems happening in the hip hop community. And something you said before about how the music is just very simple now. I'm just thinking about you know because I was growing up in the uh, 2000s, so I wasn't really well versed in everything. But I heard Luther Vandross, I've heard Michael Jackson. You had LL Cool J, you had Nelly, you had a plethora of options to listen to. Now it just seems like they just slap a beat on that's catchy and that's it. It doesn't even care about the lyrics. And a lot of the lyrics is about shooting somebody, popping pills, uh, sleeping with multiple girls. And they don't want music that actually makes people think. Right. Because you got to understand, you know, one of our older podcasts, I said that we live in a stupefied society, which is the inability to think and, you know, operate, think or feel clearly, you know, or accurately. They don't want that. Like they just want people in a state of of like low consciousness and where we're just focusing on all the things that don't matter, which is everything that they're glorifying. So as long as we 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 don't focus on the things that matter, we don't focus on ownership or anything like that, and then we just keep people in a position where they're spending more money than they're actually receiving, then that just keeps people in the position to be a consumer. Cause really all artists are, they're like the producers and we're the consumers. Right. Because we're, we're not only paying to listen to their music, you know, via Spotify subscriptions, Apple Music subscriptions, but we're also consuming it like mentally. Because when you're listening to music, music is essentially just a whole bunch of different vibrations. Right. And you're listening to words. Words are powerful. So not only you're listening to words, but then it's accompanied by, you know, obviously it's coded in music and, you know, beats and everything. But essentially, it's like, it's like uh, programming, basically. So if I sit there and I listen to Future, I listen to Meek Mill. I listen to 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 NBA YoungBoy, Lil Yachty, The Migos, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, Blueface. I'm listening to all these people. One, I know for a fact, all their songs carry the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
and I just listen to that nonstop for like a week, my consciousness is going to change. Right. Well, obviously it won't, but I'm just saying like just the average person's consciousness is going to change. It's just how they think and how they <clears throat> act and what their value systems and their moral compass is going to reflect the music that they listen to. This right. is why you can go on tw- the only the only united black front that we have is Twitter, where everybody comes together and everybody just either agrees or disagrees on one particular thing. And then when you go on Twitter, pretty much most most of the time, everybody's on one accord about dumb shit. Right. Not about anything that matters. That's why the majority of people that you see, other than content creators and celebrities, which celebrities aren't even really on Twitter like they used to be, the consensus is all the same. It's all the consumers that are just talking about what they're consuming all day, which is bullshit. It's not, yeah. it's not a matter of, okay, and it's, it's to be honest, it's true. There's not a lot of YouTubers and content creators that are leveraging their platform to be conscious in some way, shape, or form, or to like help better people. Most part, it's just literally about what they're doing, and then that's it. It's not a means to a better reality for other people. Right. You know, maybe like two of the of the two well i say three three of my favorite youtubers the reason why i like them so much is because i can take something positive from what they're well i say four i can take something positive from what they're talking about but for the most part if you go to you know ninja or like you know the you're like one of the top youtubers you go to their channel all it is is just what they make videos about that's it it's not anything to better yourself you know what i'm saying they're not whatever it is that they know that they use to get to that point, they're not sharing the fucking pie. They're just keeping it all for themselves and just putting out what keeps you distracted. You right. see what I'm saying? Because Jay-Z's not going out and telling people what 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 he knows that's keeping him in the position that he's in for, for 20 plus years. They're not, they're not going out there and telling you that. It's not like he has like a summit that regular people can attend and you can learn something from Jay-Z himself, Diddy himself all these different moguls. No, they have all these information like, and then they keep it for themselves. So how much do they really care about the people? That's why in one of my old podcasts, I said Wakanda is a collection of black, you know, wealth in this country that just doesn't share anything. Right. It might not even about giving like monetary. Well, as a matter of fact, information can be monetary because then you can leverage that information to make money for yourself, but they're not doing that. Right. All they could probably give you is like some like life motivation. Well, shit, that's in abundance because every every third scroll on Instagram, you're seeing something about life and motivation. Not like, oh, how can you really get your credit up? How can you, you know what I'm saying? Save money. How can you start your own business? How can you build your platform? Like some of these, you know, YouTubers that got millions of, of subscribers, they never tell you how you can how you can get where they're at. So you could be able to do for yourself. Right. Because I'm pretty sure out of all their fans, some of them would be like, man, I, I wish I could, you know, be where he's at. He's not, he not going to tell you how to get there. That's how black people are. They, they get to a certain place and then they shut the door behind them so nobody can get to where they're at. Right. And it's crazy you mentioned that because that was one of the criticisms about the baby. Because we talked about how his brother, uh, rest in peace to his brother who, who committed suicide. It was one of those things where um, his brother felt like he left him in the dark. Like he he wasn't there to help him when he needed him. I'm not even just talking about monetary, but just, you know, just being there as a brother. And it's sad because, you know, I lost my brother this summer and I've never had that mentality of I would never do anything for him. And unfortunately, yeah, people get to a certain spot and it's all about themselves. 
And one of the biggest things about the music industry right now is that for a lot of people, you don't even need talent. Look at, you know, from you look at the Cash Me Outside girl who got famous off of that. And then there was another, there was a white rapper. I forgot what his name was, but he was from like the country. Um, and he went viral like two years ago for making a song, cursing, saying the N-word and talking about gangs. And he, he had his buddies up there holding guns. And he went in an interview uh, a couple months after and talked about how he's not really about that life. He just knows that that's what sells and that's what people like. So he said, hey, why change something that ain't broke? So I might as well do the same thing that everybody else is doing. And that's the thing. Like, it's not a, a lot of skill right now. It's just if you have a good beat and it's catchy and people can, you know, bump and, and jump to it, that's all it takes to make it into the industry. And so everything lacks substance. There's no messages. And, you know, you have to give a shout out to people like Kendrick Lamar, uh, you know, ASAP Rocky for actually showing you messages in their music. Um, and I'm Rocky. not... Well, certain certain songs of his, but can in one more. song and what he say? Uh, excuse me, I like that's a good song. Um, what was he saying? I in the song? Because I, I don't remember. I, yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't. Because I, I said this before, I think in a couple of our podcasts where I listened to it was him and Ian Connor, and he had a long um, podcast, and I think I was just driving, I was listening to it. They were primarily talking about clothes and style. They weren't talking about nothing. Like the only thing that stood out to me was when Ian Connor was talking about um, just, you know, the way that he thinks about family and how, you know, he picks his family, which, you know, I, I feel the same way. But yeah. other than that, they weren't talking about anything. And I was, and I really sat there. I was like, yo, you get to that point where you're successful and you're on the other side. And these are the things that you're talking about. Clothes and style, which is cool. You know, I like to wear, you know, cool clothes too and everything, but that goes without to me that goes without saying like I, there's just other things that i would just be talking about especially if i knew tens hundreds of thousands of people are watching my shit i would i would rather be the guy like you know of that kind of value where when people are coming to my channel or looking at my content at least there's something that they can get from what i'm talking about what i'm saying Right, right. Like they can learn something. So not only are you being entertained, which is cool. Obviously, all YouTube is is just entertainment. People go to YouTube to be entertained and to be occupied by entertainment. But aside from that, it's more important to learn something. So it's not like I'm just sitting there and I'm just like gaining, gaining, and I'm not sharing the fucking pie. Because right. especially these days, when I say all the time, YouTubers are making M's, making 10, five figures, six figures in a fucking month. And then they know people are out there struggling, but you're not. And there are there are some people that are doing that where they'll have like tips on how to build your platform and things like that. But those aren't like the biggest people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially besides like, Mr. Like, Beast, yeah. Right, but but even even somebody like him, where when he because he does giveaways, I, I I don't I never really watch his channel, but he does like giveaways though, right? Before we get right back into the action, thank you for tuning in to another charismatic episode. Um, if you are interested on in being on the Prince of Fresh Air podcast, you can hit me up on Instagram at Mr. Dot No Days Off Percy. Again, that's Mr. Dot No Days Off Percy. You can also go to anchor.fm slash the Prince of Fresh Air, the homepage. You can also find my social media links there. And if you're also interested in sending in voice messages or donating, you can also do that as well. I would love to use the proceeds to go to a local food bank or a warmer house 
And, um, you know, I can take up to, you know, $10,000, you know, I'm not going to complain, but yeah, thank you for tuning to another episode. Let me know your thoughts and opinions, what I can improve or something that you enjoy. And let's get right back to the action. Shall we? Yeah. He'll do giveaways. If you win, um, he'll fight you down many, to win. So out of the 50 million subscribers that he got, whatever, cause I don't know how many subscribers he actually has. How many of those people actually win? Those, 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 and, and all right. So, for example, like, what is something that somebody would win off of his channel? Yeah. So, Mr. Beast will, um, so every month he'll do like a, I'm not sure exactly what the giveaway is, but if you win, you come to where he is and you play like these fun challenges. It's like, see how long you can count before you, you lose your concentration or make a shot from this far. And if you make it, you'll win cash prizes, you'll win a car. Um, some of his videos, he'll also, uh, donate a house to like a um a, a, a delivery driver um he also has bought like car lots and just gave the cars away for free all right um, here's my thing here's my thing and I, i'll kind of bring up prince in a second see and this kind of goes double for black people now mr beast is white but to me all that is a situation where you're just giving people fish versus teaching them how to fish right I would rather you teach me how to fish. So I don't need you to, I don't need you to give me anything. I can get all of that for myself. Now I, I read um, Morris Day's book. Morris Day for people who don't know is Prince's artist. And basically they knew each other in middle school, high school. So they pretty much kind of came up together, but Prince was in a position where he was able to give Prince money or give him a record deal. So Prince was like, all right, so you have this, 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 this record. I can either give you $10,000 for it or I can give you a record deal. So basically I took that situation as I can give you a hundred fish or I can get, I can teach you how to fish so you can have a million fish if you want it. Right. That's my thing. I'm like, if I want something for Mr. Beast, I will like, don't, don't give me anything. So give me whatever the monetary value of that car or that house is in a platform of my own because then I can have five of those houses if I put the work in. Right. But you know, that, that, I, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, for me, people have to have that, that, that sort of mindset or though, that's what I would do for people because you look at somebody like a Lil Wayne right now, Lil Wayne will, will forever be wealthy. You know why? Because he shared the fucking pie because he didn't look at it like, all right, I'm just a little Wayne and I'm going to be Lil Wayne for the rest of my life. No, he, he found one of the biggest female artists, the biggest male artist right now and Tyga. Right. Cause Drake been around since 2009. So he's been around for a while. That's right. what I'm saying. You don't, you don't see that in society, particularly black people, black people don't want to share the pie. We don't care about enough of each other to have the concern to say, my people are struggling. Let me see. Let me, let me try to do what I can to share the pie. So people can do it for themselves. Right. Content creators don't do that. Politicians don't do that. Freaking actors don't do that. The, the on all levels of society, nobody gives a shit. One hundred percent. One case. Yeah, it's a very uh, individualized um, society we live in. A lot of people don't want to give back, and uh, you know, I was watching a video. Uh, it was like a panel of black people, and they talked about how hip hop has been a black, you know industry for a while for a long time i mean besides you know obviously like eminem but it's been pretty much a black 
essential uh, industry. And most people don't own any of their music. They don't own any of the copyrights. And, you know, eventually at some point, that money's going to dry out. And when you don't own anything, you can't make any residuals. You can't demand it. It's like, you know, when you was telling me about the Michael Jackson thing, you know, when you use the music on YouTube, you know, a lot of times that, that money that you they make because you use the song, don't go to the artist. It goes to the, the, record to the record label. Why? Because artists aren't pushing on their music. And so look at King Von. It's unfortunate. Uh, Pop Smoke, they passed away and the record label passed the album for them and their family won't see a dime. They won't see a dime. Even uh, just from the, like the, their estate. They won't make a dollar from that. The end, their managers, the record labels getting all that money. And there has to be a conversation of ownership because it's sad. You, you said this before. It is sad. You know, a lot of black people feel like you have to show that you have money to have money. And that's not always true. And, and it's not even just a black and white thing because this is, uh, you know, for a lot of races, but a lot of other races, you know, you look at billionaires, these people can, you know, buy your house in the blink of an eye and you see them wearing sandals, you know, shorts, pajamas, they be chilling. And so, yeah, man, right. it's, it's, sad, it's sad, man, the, the state of the industry. I just hope, you know, because I want to put people to sleep, so I want to make this too long. But I think it just we have to come to a point in this industry where the fans too, the fans is some of the biggest, uh, you know, problem starters too. Let, let's get that clear. Um, but we we have to do better. You know, when I listen to you know one of my older brothers, he raps, and I know a lot of people I grew up with. I don't really talk to him, but you know, I see him on social media posting another rap song, and I'm like, look. I'll be honest, like, is a song okay? Yeah, but your song is no different than Takashi's. Yelling, screaming, talking about popping somebody. Like, there's no substance to that. Like, what separates you from everybody else? And I think that's what's key. You know, talking about gun violence and stuff like that, it all really just brings in bad energy. And I'm not going to get to, like, the holy aspect of things, but Look, when you when you bring when you breathe negative energy, you get negative energy, and so it's unfortunate. But someone like King Von, you know, rest his soul, his kids are gonna be fatherless. But he was another one talking about gun violence and shooting people. You know, it's when you put in that when you put out that kind of energy, that's what you get back. And unfortunately, in twenty twenty, the energy is coming back in full force. So, I mean, any final words? Or anything? Um, just, I mean, even for me, so I'm like saying this to people, anybody who's listening, but really mostly for myself. And it's just place value on the things that actually matter. And one of the things that doesn't matter is what other people think of you, you know? And I, I think that that's as priceless as it can get, because that's something that I wish that I knew, or I, I always say, I wish that I knew but people like my father knew, <laughs> you know, it, who gives a shit what people think it's really about you because when you die no one's going in a casket with you you by yourself so place, yeah. place value on things that matter and when you do get in a position where you can do for people share the fucking pie and on that note i'm gonna cap it off with this like you said when you when you pass away unfortunately and that's just one of the you know things that come in life 
One of people aren't going to remember you based off that McLaren you was driving or how many M's you had in your bank account. What what people remember you of is your character, your personality. So, like I always say, like in this podcast, we talk about controversial issues, but I, there's always a message to be said. And my message is, don't place so much value on monetary possessions and showing people that you have something because when your your time on this earth is over. People aren't going to remember that. They're going to remember whether you were a douchebag or you was one of those people that was out here giving back to the community. And right. with that, uh, you know, this is a good podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people aren't snoring right now because uh, it was a long one. But it was really good to just talk about that. And like I always say to end it, a better hand is a helping hand. Thank you, Dimitri. Peace.